0: Hello and welcome to Vista Talks, interesting discussions with interesting people from all around the world. Uh, I'm your host for today, Priscilla Charles, and uh, I'm delighted today to be joined in Studio Two by Brian Crook. Brian is the founder of Workplace Wellbeing Ireland. You're very welcome, Brian.
1: Great to be here, Priscilla.
0: Thank you so much, Brian, for joining us. Really appreciate it. So um, without further ado, let's move on and get on to the show. So first for our students who know Brian and see that you studied um, computer application information system initially in Dublin at Dublin City University, then project management at Stanford, Stanford University, fantastic, and finally entrepreneurship and innovation at Trinity College Dublin. So tell me a little bit about your background and, and everything.
1: That's right. Yeah. So I started out in IT. And um, when I finished in DCU, I, I moved pretty much straight into IBM. So I worked with IBM for about 10 years or so. And I was in a consultancy role, a management consultancy role. So, as I like to say now, I'm a recovering management consultant. And it was, you know, a really great experience, uh, you know, learned a lot. It was, it was ideal because I was in that, that consultancy role. So I was working on different client sites. So I got to experience. Different office space, different cultures, uh, meet lots of different people. Uh, so the work was great, learned a lot. Uh, but my my passion, if I'm being honest, was health and well-being. So I got to kind of develop that while I was there as well. I um, studied at night, NICE, uh, became a personal trainer, um, sports nutrition diploma as well. And I also got to try out a lot of my kind of theories. So I you know started some physical activity classes. 5 side football, lunchtime running groups. I started giving talks um, on site, and I also started blogging at the time as well. I set up a, an office worker health blog, so I kind of married my, my passion of health and well-being with my experience in the workplace.
0: That's fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, sharing this information with us. Uh, so, as you mentioned, uh, you started blogging, and, uh, and, uh, and you, you mixed your passion, really, with uh, with work, and uh, you founded Workplace Wellbeing Ireland, as mentioned earlier. So I'm curious, can you tell us a little bit about the organization and it's a community? So tell us all about it for our global audience who wouldn't be familiar with it.
1: Sure, yeah. So when I started out, I I thought in in this area, I thought I could, you know, quite smoothly transition from being an IT management consultant to a health and well-being consultant for the workplace. Yeah. But it just didn't work like that. It just, you know, for many different reasons. Uh, so what I found was that I was meeting lots of interesting people who were trying to do interesting things in this area, this health and wellbeing space within organisations, but that information just wasn't getting out there. It wasn't being shared. So I set up Workplace Wellbeing Ireland in order to bring those people together, those ideas, that knowledge, and just to become a forum for everyone to, to come together and to share and to learn. So we started with regular events, needless to say now where it's almost completely online the webinars are really interesting and really well attended but effectively it's just it's that form of people a lot of hr a lot of well-being leaders within organizations also a lot of well-being service providers then as well coming together to, to understand what's working and maybe what's not and try to improve all of our services
0: absolutely and very useful to anyone looking to learn more about well-being um, it is so important especially at the moment if I may say. Um, so can you, speaking about workplace um, wellness, so important as I mentioned uh, whether it's a uh, current situation with COVID-19 at the moment but in general um, it's really in such a really, um, what, what does what does it mean to you and why is it so important would you say?
1: Yeah, well, I guess you could look at wellness. We can look at the definition for it. It's, you know, it's the state uh, of being in good health, especially as an actively pursued goal. So I like that, you know, you've got to be active, you've got to actually do something about it. Yeah. Uh, And then workplace wellness is often, you might often hear the word health promotion associated with that, with wellness in the workplace. And so Mm -hmm. there's 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 a nice way to describe it there. Health protection, the World Health Organization will tell us is that, you know, kind of trying to avoid disease or the risk of injury. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we we quite often we would have seen people in workplaces, maybe health and safety managers. So their role I would see is very much as health protection, whereas well-being, wellness in the workplace is is more about health promotion. So that Mm -hmm. idea of supporting, empowering the people within our companies, within our organizations to control and to do something about their own health and well-being so to empower them to create supportive environments put structures in place to allow them to maximize their own well-being
0: thank you very much and so indeed. so um as i mentioned we're, many of us are currently going through a terrible um global health crisis and uh, this has had a huge impact on our lives um how are you currently with the community and everything that you do helping global leaders and organizations uh, during this challenging
1: time oh yeah well for starters with webinars so we've increased the frequency of the webinars so tomorrow for example we have another webinar with the community and the the theme for that webinar is um the return to the workplace so we're going to hear from three hr leaders from different irish organizations in different sectors and just to listen to them and how are they what are the challenges they're facing and how are they preparing for that return to the workplace and what that might look like. So there's, there's one thing. And also I I have had an an in-person training course for the last number of years, Mm -hmm. an eight step program for workplace wellbeing program development. So when this was kind of kicking off and we're all working from home, needless to say, I can't deliver that in person. So I I updated it to deliver it over a course of nine webinars. So we had twenty five people twenty five mainly HR leaders signed up to that, and um, that was really successful so i 'm also going to, working on getting that up set up uh, online so people can just avail of it um, as and when uh, they want to
0: yeah, very useful indeed thank yeah. you so much um, there's so many companies um, uh, going back to um, well, for some of them working in a, in a building, in an office, really. Some of you trying to get back there and uh, for some others working from home, like myself, yet <laughs> potentially in the future. But, yeah, um, um very unusual and uh, challenging uh, times and obviously a very careful approach to take. So thank you so much, yes. And, um, so uh, you mentioned webinars, but you also host a podcast. You're a fellow podcaster.
1: <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, I mean, the podcast came about because I... I was having lots of these really interesting conversations anyway with, with with different people in the industry, different HR leaders, different service providers, mm-hmm. maybe over a coffee or over a call. So and I just I just find those in those conversations so interesting. I just thought like this should be shared, this kind of information should be shared. So that's, that's pretty crazy. much where it started. I and mean, it's those conversations, just getting them out there and sharing them with a wider audience. And when I initially started, the goal was to to talk about workplace well-being in general and making the, you know, making workplaces healthier and all the different ways we could go about that. But of course, just as I was launching, we were also kind of going into a lockdown as well. So there was really only one subject on people's minds. So for all of season one, the entire, uh, all of the conversations were dominated by, uh, like I had quite a few leaders on in the area of mental health, mental health first aid were on discussing, mm-hmm. you know, how can we support our own mental health at this time? Very similarly, uh, sea change. You know, Ireland's National Stigma Reduction Partnership came on to discuss something very similar. So that was the theme for season one, which is just coming to an end now. And season two is again the focus. Will be will be focused on what everyone is talking about now, and that pretty much is the return to the workplace
0: and yeah, understanding yeah,
1: yeah. how can we number one as as organisations how can we manage that change and that transition. But number two, then, as people, as individuals, how can we support our own well-being and the well-being of our colleagues as we either work from home, continue to work from home, or as maybe we transition to, uh, to a blended approach?
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yes, indeed. Um, I suppose um, um, many of us have an uh, um, uh, um, experience this type of situation of going back to a workplace. So, um, so we're talking about um, well-being and steps, you know, to ensure everybody's healthy, going back to the office. So um, corporate corporation transformation, physical health, nutritional health, mental health programs to workplaces. How do you go about helping companies begin transformation um, and what results have you seen for organizations in general?
1: Yeah, the first thing I would do if I was chatting with an organization or working with, with an organization is find, find out, well, what do they want or what do they need? So rather than, rather than tell them, uh, I would find out what they need. So maybe they've got uh, historical survey results. Maybe they're hosting regular focus groups. or Maybe they've got some new up-to-date pulse surveys that they, they can feed in or maybe there's an understanding of what the needs and the wants are. And if that happens to be in the area of people looking for something in the area of physical health, mental health, or something in the area of nutrition, well, then that's something I can provide uh, for them. But, I mean, it, it really depends on the organization. Some really mm-hmm. interesting organizations out there doing really interesting things. Um, Sky Ireland are a good example. They've, had, they've been on a really interesting journey where they, they were pretty much had, they started there doing some physical activity kind of programs. There wasn't a huge take up. They they looked at the survey data that was coming back. There was a lot of um, kind of questions and queries and and issues arising in the area of mental health. So they decided to partner with a charity organization called Suicide or Survive,
0: who Mm -hmm. came in and
1: did a a really thorough training program for for everyone in the organization, from right from the senior leadership team, right down to the grassroots. And over the course of a couple of years, You can see, and this is why measurement is so important. Sky Ireland have tracked some really interesting data in terms of employee satisfaction has been on the Mm -hmm. increase. Um, Mental absence as a result of mental health is on the decrease. So some really interesting and positive trends as a result of the effort that they've put in up front. And it doesn't happen overnight. It's taken quite a bit of time, but they're starting to see some really interesting positive outcomes as a result of a a long-term investment in the well-being of their employees.
0: Fantastic, thank you so much. Um, And um, one of the other activities that you are involved is, is teaching as a course director, uh, responsible for a program design uh, and delivery of the postgraduate certificate in workplace wellness at Tangent Trinity College Dublin. So um, can you tell us a little bit about this course uh, that aims at, I'm quoting, teaching to design, deliver, and sustain wellbeing programs in Irish workplaces?
1: That's right, yeah, so a real privilege to be involved and to be able to design this program at Trinity. It was our first year this year. So I I collaborated with Dr. Sarah-Jane Cullinan Uh, we designed the program. It's delivered over three modules. Mm -hmm. We look initially at the fundamentals of workplace wellness Uh, module number two is on organizational culture. And then module number three, we get very practical. It's the project and policy implementation. And so we've actually, we've just come to the end of um, module three. So the first year has been a really great success. Uh, We had 42 students, so with the absolute maximum number of students. It was oversubscribed, yeah. And it was just a really uh, fantastic cohort, first of all, who who made our lives a lot easier. Some really interesting discussions, really engaged a bunch of people. And uh, culminated there in our our final presentations where we had seven project teams, uh, so teams of, of six students, and they were working on real-world challenges. So I mm-hmm. organizations that I've got to know through my community, as yeah. well being Ireland, so they submitted a project, so a real-world challenge they were facing. And so they were each assigned then a team of six students who worked with them for the last um, month or so on that, and then delivered a presentation on recommendations back to them. In the last week or so, and then we also had uh, they'll also be getting a report, a final report on those recommendations as well. So, win win for everyone, a win for the organization who are getting you know a really experienced bunch of students working on a on challenge that they're facing and they're getting a report out of that, and a, a win for the students as well because they're working on developing a relationship with and working on you know a real world challenge in a real world organization.
0: That sounds fantastic, thank you so much. Um, you can really tell that there is um, a desire, that people really want to improve the workplace in general. Um, so like always subscribing to the class, which is fantastic. Is there is there a second year with what's currently, um, what the, the current situation, is there a um, second year program uh, being planned and?
1: Yeah, um, we're, Currently, I've got to get through a lot of grading, but yes, uh, it's absolutely on the agenda to, to work with Trinity and Tangent, the department in Trinity, to put a year two together and get that ready, uh, maybe for the autumn, an autumn start, or maybe early Q1 uh, 2021 to start that program.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Um, and is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience? You know, talk about a, a specific project that you'd like to... Um, that was a secret that you'd like to mention today uh, or anything else?
1: Um, I would say so, sometimes when, when, I guess the, the most common question I get asked or that's asked in the community is, you know, where do I start? So yeah. I think a lot of people and organizations can feel overwhelmed by, you know, where do I start? And they might see some organizations who is quite, quite far advanced on their program. So it might feel a little overwhelming to, to get to that point. So, I mean, the good news is you don't need to start with a huge, huge plan. Starting small is absolutely the way to go about it. So start small with a really small initiative. But Mm -hmm. measure it. So measure before, during, and after if you can, even if that's satisfaction levels, participation Mm -hmm. levels. But start measuring. Start building up a bit of a case, a bit of a business case with statistics and data in there. And then start improving over time and like going to your senior leadership team and saying look we ran this small initiative here's the uptake here are some interesting statistics from it we'd like a little bit of budget or a little bit of uh, flexibility to do x y and z now um, so i'm, I'm track that as well and measure that and build it up from there
0: thank you thank you so much one step out of time with surely, and uh, to achieve great results and uh, uh, good uh, wellness in the workplace. So thank you so much, Brian. Nice. Uh, so, um, it's the end, unfortunately, already of today's show with uh, Brian Cook, who is uh, the founder of Workplace uh, Wellbeing Ireland. So thank you again so much, Brian. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, and please make sure to tune in again to see or listen to the next Vista of show.